Hello, welcome to the Get Off My Lawn podcast. I am John Anderson. I will be your host tonight because it's my show and I'm always the host and that's just the way this works. Going to have, I think we're going to have a lot of fun tonight. We're going to bring some people in here real quick and uh, just say hello to everybody. Uh, let's bring everybody up on the screen here. So uh, <clears throat> let's let's mix this back up and uh, we're just going to go really nuts and jump all around. So let's start with the uh, the tactical padre uh, defense dad is in the house how are you sir unmute i'm doing good how about you doing great glad to have you along i think it's going to be a lot of fun and uh just uh full disclosure uh defense dad may have been my muse mm -hmm. for uh tonight's topic just to to have a fun discussion and talk about uh talk about some edc that's that's not about guns so We'll uh, we'll get to some fun stuff. Um, all right, let's move over to uh, to Mr. Joe. He sells propane and propane accessories, but not for Strickland Propane. How are you? <laughs> I'm just fine. I just looked over there when you said that. I was like, wait, what? And I'm like, no, you didn't do that to me. Streamyard's <laughs> got a new option where we can not only uh, don't not just do the name, but we can also do um, the. Uh, uh, headline is what they're calling it so yes i may have gone in and played with those a little bit uh last but certainly not least everybody's favorite tactical teacher coming to oh. the capital city he can teach you but he has to charge what's up hey man i bring everybody to the yard whatever that means so i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing what's, so um i never thought a description of me would be incorporated with a, with a rap song you know or a hip-hop song but anyway it's true. He's made it's it. True. He's made That's it. Right. I'm officially made. So now I'm doing good. I think it's going to be a great discussion. I was excited when I saw the top. I'm always excited when I see your topics, but tonight it's like, all right, this is an easy one. We got this, man. We got this. That's right. Let's do it. All right. And then we've got uh, also joining us, just pop it in the room. We've got Pat in the bunker, deep underground in an undisclosed location. How are you, sir? Hey, thanks for having. Oh, not too bad. Thanks for having me on. Hopefully, it all holds together. I had a hard crash right before I was ready to come. On. So we'll right. see if she holds together tonight. All right, man. We'll see what happens here. Yes. Uh, okay, let's go through the uh, let's go through the announcements that we always like to uh, go through here. Put those up on screen. Uh, if you are watching live, we want those comments because that's what makes this fun. Otherwise, it's just. Uh, five guys sitting around having a discussion amongst ourselves, which we could do on a, uh, just on a regular texting group. Uh, we wouldn't have to get together and broadcast the whole thing. Uh, speaking of which I'm in a couple texting groups with some of you and, and let, let me tell you folks, it's a good thing. We don't publicize those just saying <laughs> the, the ability to speak freely is not lost sometimes. <laughs> Um, but uh, please mash that share button. And uh, if you haven't followed us on both uh, YouTube and Facebook, please do go catch us over on Twitter as well, Sandhills Media. And if you see the ticker rolling across the screen because you're watching on video, which is either YouTube, Facebook, or, uh, or Spotify, then uh, please go find us on Rumble because I would like to add Rumble in as one of the three options where we go live every every week. So uh, so go do that. I think I've got 13 followers. I need 12 more minimum before I can start going live. So uh, it's been a long, slow process. That means that most of you out there that hear me say that are not on Rumble. 
if you want to go get on a platform where you can watch videos that uh, the the platform itself or the the what do I want to say the company the hosting company doesn't uh, put huge restrictions on you and uh, pretty much if it's not illegal then then you're good to go uh, go check out rumble.com it is amazing and they're making it better all the time now they've got the finally got the option on the app where I can start a video and have it in car mode and I can uh, take it off the screen and it'll play in the background so I don't uh, I don't have to violate the law with video going while I'm trying to drive so very very hey, John cool. real quick it's you have to it's followers we need 25 followers in order to go live well that's that's the way I understand it although okay. it tells me I don't have any channels when I go to the, I'm still figuring this out it, it's odd I, I had to create videos, a channel though. which was named after my account so I had to create a separate channel which is separate from my account and I, it's almost like you created a Google what's that if I get 25 followers on the main account and I still can't go live, then we will make the channel. But I, I don't know. I haven't talked to anybody at Rumble to find out. But okay. I'm just going to let that scroll all night. Hopefully it uh, you guys get tired of it watching and, and you just go and, and do it so you don't have to keep say, uh, seeing this. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, get those comments going in there. Also, please check us out on the Self-Defense Radio Network. Uh, this show and, and all kinds of great shows over there that are uh, 2A-minded or freedom-minded or just really cool stuff. And, of course, uh, this episode is brought to you by Sandhills Defense. That is uh, one of Northeast Nebraska's <laughs> newest firearms instructor services. So uh, hit me up, and I would love to, uh, to be part of your journey learning uh, either starting off the journey. I, I've got classes designed for people who have, have never fired a, a handgun or a long gun before all the way through. I just don't know why my gun sights are always off no matter what I do. Uh, I can't stop shooting low left or low right. Come talk to me. We will, uh, we'll get you on the straight and narrow. And uh, sometimes it's, it's, uh, it's just helpful to, to go through a lesson and, uh, and just have somebody else watch what you're doing and maybe spot the, what do they say in, in golf? Spot the hole in your swing. Um, something to, to that effect. So so hit us up, uh, sandhillsdefense.com, or you can uh, you can call or text 402-851-0726. And, of course, the views and opinions expressed on this podcast belong to the individual expressing them and do not reflect the views of any of our sponsors or their owners or the host or any of the other panel members we are not offering any legal or medical advice, so uh, if uh, you do try this at home, anything that you find here, do that at your own peril, and uh, don't say you weren't warned. So, okay, that's uh, that's all the stuff we got to cover. Uh, Wait a minute, I got a question. You said if I'm hitting shooting low and to the left, yeah, I can call you and you'll help? Yeah. Okay, because the last time I said I did that, you told me just to move the target low and to the left, and I'd be right on. Just asking. Yeah. Did that help? Well, I, I was hitting, but not where I wanted to. Okay, yes. So, so, okay, so here's what we're going to do. The next time you're hitting low into the left, I want you to take one step forward and half a step to the right, and you should be lined up with the toilet better. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> and, and, uh, and Mrs. Joe, I'm sure, would be much appreciative if you would, uh, if you would work on that. If you know, I know that uh, she aims to please, it would help if you would aim to please, um, <laughs> right? 
Okay, you know what? Anyway, that's it. I'm is... kicking her off our our uh, our text message group. Doggone it! That's it. We're we're gonna get this off the rails quick. If it, uh, you know what? It might be one of those nights, kids. Just uh, <laughs> get in, sit down, shut up, and hold on, because it could be one of those one of those nights. Uh, let's see who do we have over there in the comments already. We've got, of course, my beautiful bride is in the producer's chair and she's out there holding it down in the chat uh patriots out there just so he can get a good look at uh sandhill sweetheart and i don't blame him she's beautiful pat's out there and in here defense dad is out there pretty much the whole chat is you guys i think nope there's tacos and french fries making us hungry uh woods is out there who else do we have that might be it for now get those comments in and uh Let's make this. Uh, let's make this a rowdy. Let's make it a fun night. Nothing crazy. We're not going to make it to where the kids can't be in the room. But at the same time, let's have some fun. So, defense dad, we're going to start with you because you were kind of like I said, you were the uh, some of the inspiration for for just talking about this. And what we're going to do tonight is, uh, you know, we talk about EDC, which for those of you that aren't aware, that means everyday carry, and that's just the stuff that you have on all the time. So, a lot of people have. You know, some guns that are that are what we call safe queens, you never take them out except for every now and then to just to look at them. Maybe you'll shoot them once or twice a year, but that's about it. But you sure as heck aren't going to carry them every day and get them all banged up. So then you've got your your normal utility gun. That's what you wear. And you might have more than one. But, uh, you know, those are your, your EDC guns are the ones that you'll carry uh, if they get scuffed up or get some holster wear. It doesn't matter because they're not a looker, they're just a tool, right? So if you've got a, a 67 Corvette uh, stashed in your garage next to any top secret documents, I mean, you don't pull that Corvette out all the time, you got your daily driver car. And it's like that, you know, the EDC gun is your daily driver. But, uh, you know, most people, especially, especially dudes, well, I, I can't even say that. Uh, most people, dudes or not, um, we tend to start carrying some extra stuff. It's not just our gun. I mean, if you leave the house, you're going to leave the house with more than just your gun, probably. So, uh, so we're going to talk about the other stuff. And uh, some some people carry a lot. Some people carry a little. And uh, we're going to talk about maybe some methods too. Uh, Defense Dad, you've got some uh, you've got some options to help keep stuff organized, so you're not completely loaded down in your pockets. Yep. So. We're just going to let you take it off, and uh, you don't have to tell us everything you carry on you, but if you want to, go ahead. Uh, but I really want to know about that uh, that Maxpedition uh, okay. item you got there. Well, I mean, do you want the long answer or the short? Because they're different. <laughs> uh, you get, short short answer is I'm can't hang on, cats. Hey, don't chew on that, damn it. Hang on, <laughs> get out. Yeah, so much for kids in the room. He was trying to chew on my microphone cord. Anyway. Oh, that's a PG-13 word. We're okay. Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. Okay. I say damn it all the time. So. <laughs> right? well, if, you, if you've if you got a, a little stream behind your house and you want to turn it into a nice little pond, what are you going to do? You're going to damn it. That's right. right. <laughs> so before I was interrupted by the four-legged feline, um, so I, I truly believe that EDC is, uh, for me at least, it's fluid. It depends on what I'm doing, where I'm going, my um, I, I at work I can't carry a gun, so I carry other things. There's other times I carry a gun. Um, as far as guns, I've got three. I rotate. Mm -hmm. It's depending on what I'm wearing. It's either a Sig P938, or like for pocket carry or just something quick. Um, a 
uh, Walter PPQ subcompact, a little bigger, or an HK VP9. Those are my three carry yeah, rotations. We're not guns. talking about the guns. Talk, tell me okay. about the rest of it. So the rest of it, honestly, when see yeah, stuff I carry the most, it's again fluid. Like at work, I'm usually wearing this. Like this is my work shirt. I have a so I have normally this pen, which is a, it's a bolt action pen. It's it's a cheap thirteen dollar pen, but it writes well. I don't like cheap pens. I always always have a pen on me. Um, Gerber Armbar Drive. It is my preferred multi-tool. Um, it's got all the tools that I need pretty much the daily basis. It's got a knife, um, an all screwdriver, um, scissors, which I use a ton, um, bottle opener, which is also a pummel. Like use like a hammer, and it doubles as a mini pry bar. A uh, little thirty-five dollar item. I just I carry that all the time. Um, and then that, and then you know, my keys at work. You know, I got car keys. Blah blah blah. I like a thin wallet. I don't like a bunch of crap on the wallet. So that's my core EDC. No matter where I'm at work or anywhere else. If I'm not at work, or even sometimes when I am work at work, I also have this is a Gerber or excuse me, an old timer sharp finger which is a fixed blade. And I got this Kydex um, holster for it or whatever, sheath, whatever for it. This is really a crossbody, so you carry it in your back, but I actually carry it just on my belt by the buckle. Um, so if I ever need to grab it, I can just grab it real quick. So, and then, then you get to that, what we were talking about is I have other stuff where I keep in a pouch where this is a little max expedition. I don't know what you call it, but what the actual model number is, but front pocket, it's got a glass, a cleaner for glasses. I don't carry a handkerchief, but I always have a glasses cleaner. And then inside, and this is very pocketable because it's thin for what I have in it. Um, so from camera left to right, I've got a little Olight mini pen. This is a spare pen. This is a cheap little AAA Olight flashlight. I want something a little different, but that's what I got. These I use almost every day. These are a set of Nipex Cobra pliers. They're the four inch. I These things are, I don't really like big multi-tools because I think their tools never do a great job. But I, I love this little set of pliers. Um, and then spare knife. This is the, um, uh, what is it? The Outdoor Edge. And it's one of those where it's got replaceable blades. Well, you can sharpen it, but if you press this button, the blades just pop out and you can put a fresh one in. So I carry that in my pocket a lot, even at work, um, where I'll throw it in the drawer at work with my keys. Because I wear dress pants, I and I don't want a bunch of stuff weighing down my pants at work because it just doesn't look good. And, you know, a watch of some sort. So that's pretty much what I carry. And I carry a lot of that stuff whether I'm out with the kid or doing something. But I'm not someone who's going to carry much more than that. I'm not, I'm not going to be walking around with a Batman utility belt. <laughs> uh, like, I don't strap a tourniquet to my ankle and all that kind of i mean i have other stuff for that kind of stuff then you got your backpack and we can you know you get all sorts of other stuff in your backpack but that's 
all the bulky crap you don't want to carry all the time. But I carry this with me when we're out walking around shopping. So I'm so, I'm curious now. Um, yeah. What uh, what what other stuff goes in the in the backpack? I've got a med kit in there. Um, you know, band aids and that kind of stuff. Ibuprofen, notebook. Since I'm getting back into photography, there's always there's a little mini tripod I keep in there. I always have chargers for whatever electronics in my chart. There's different, you know, whether it's a USB type C or micro USB on older stuff. I have a solar power bank I keep in there that quite honestly will sorry, will fit inside this, but then it becomes more bulky than I want to carry in my pocket. Um hell, what else do I got in here? Let's see. And this is an elite survival systems backpack, so it's a it's a you can't it's got a gun holster in it, but there's no gun in it. Oh, a couple cool. extra knives, extra pens. I do have oh, there's two extra pens, two extra knives in here. The safety gear, notebooks, tripod. Back here, if you can see this zipper, that has a holster for a firearm if you want to off-body carry. Um, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But all my stuff fits in there, and then if I want to carry a lot of stuff and we're out trekking around downtown or shopping or do something, I can carry that. Which is nice. And then depending on what you buy shopping-wise, I mean, if, if it's not much, you can throw it right in the backpack. You don't have to lug around a bunch of bags all day, too, if you're at the mall with the kid or something. So Yeah, and then I That's usually have idea. some sort of, like, at work or someplace, so someplace I can carry something to drink in. I'll drink to um, that. But, you know, really, legitimately, at a core, if I'm out doing I don't always carry the backpack, but I always have the gun, some sort of knife, keys, just... Most, more often than not, I'm wearing like golf shorts, even though I don't golf, but they're comfortable. So sure. you can't put a bunch of crap in the pockets. Nope. Makes total sense. Um, Travis, I know you also have a job where you cannot carry at work. So... Nothing. No knives, no pepper spray, absolutely nothing. No. Yeah. So, so what do you do in a situation like that? I mean, are you just, uh, I understand that you have to, for the most part, hope nothing goes down and hope is yeah. never a plan. Well, I'm always looking in my workspace, what could I use to defend myself? And there are quite a few objects or items I could use to defend myself if somebody tried to come into my workspace. Because, I mean, anytime that there's that potential. But, I mean, I'm pretty much, if my, you know, my door's locked, that's the only real defense I have to keep somebody out uh, in, in a shooter, active shooter situation. So, I'm going to be honest. I, I, I mean, I, where I work, we do what we can to promote safety. But I've always been an advocate for allowing teachers to carry in the classroom. I don't because I don't want to lose my job. I don't want to get arrested, um, but I've always been an advocate for it. And so if something ever happens, I mean, every day I go to work, I feel safe, but I also understand that I'm in an industry where things happen. You don't know when things are going to happen and it's just the nature of the job. Right. So it's just the reality. It is the reality of it now. So um, now on a lighter note, I did do a complete school bag un pocket dump, I guess you want to say a uh, video like three years ago. So I'll post the link over there. If people want to watch it. it's 11 and a half minutes to go through what I take to school every day. And it's just what I need for every little situation I've ever run into. I basically learn something. What do I need to have on me? Whether it's for paper cuts or whether it's for ibuprofen or a little bit of sugar in case uh, one of my clientele goes into diabetic shock, which has happened before. Um, you know, it's depending on, I mean, I've got all these little things with me to kind of get me ready for any situation. Now, personal EDC outside of work, as soon as I come home, I gear up, right? Um, 
real quick, I mean, I've got my my uh, my Ruger LCP Max 380 with its little sticky holster, which is awesome because you can pocket carry it at anything, even mesh shorts. It's so lightweight that it doesn't pull your shorts down. Um, obviously, chapstick. I got to have chapstick. I have a stick in every single coat that I own because you try to go a day without chapstick and it is awful. I mean, seriously, try doing a day without outdoors, especially you just you start getting dry and then that's all you can think about, you know, so chapstick um flashlight uh through night t2 little teeny tiny guy this thing is just freaking bright as anything and it only lasts about 30 minutes with the battery in it on high but it is so bright it's awesome i've learned that you gotta have a flashlight but yeah my bag i mean my bag it would take me a half hour to go through my bag and empty everything out of it because it's just all my basic gear sure. uh let's see when i when i'm walking the dog you know i do edc a second firearm with the winter coat on um so i always have two guns on me when i'm out in the evening uh, blade edgewise, I've got the Emerson Kershaw CQC6K with a blade link that is compliable with Nebraska law. So when it's in my pocket, I will not get in trouble for having a concealed weapon because of the blade length. It's a quarter inch shorter than what's necessary. Uh, what I like about this, what's really cool, is it uses what they call the Emerson deployment system. This little little barb right there will catch on the back of your pocket. So with one hand, you can whip it out. It'll automatically come out. But it's not spring assisted. It's not button assisted. So that's really nice because you can whip it out. Because like if I'm walking the dog, one hand's got the got the leash, and you know I've got to get to my firearm or a knife, whatever the situation is. Right. And so that makes it big. So I don't want to let him go, you know. Well, for uh, those of you who don't know, Nebraska's got a stupid law. What Travis is saying is you can't carry yeah. a folding blade that's longer than three than three and a half inches concealed, but you can yeah. open carry as big a knife as you want to. And I've actually done that like in the summertime when I'm out at night. I'll have just like a big old knife on the side. If you uh, up to door. and including a sword. Yeah. You can. Yeah, but you, can, but you have a three and a half inch knife in your pocket and there's, there's, you know. Right. It's a concealed yeah. weapon. And people guy actually got, well, got busted for it for having it in his glove box, right? That's what it was. It was a concealed weapon. It was a Bowie knife or something in his glove box was pickup, which should yeah, be religion little, in Nebraska. That should just be understood. You're going to have a blade like that in your pickup. That, that that's something that you have my word eventually nfoa will uh, try to again help get that addressed because here's the problem that i have with with that just to interrupt you here yeah is it's all good and well i mean if, if you uh you know if you think you need a k-bar in your glove box i think you ought to be able to have one that's not that's neither here nor there but yes it is illegal to to have that k-bar uh concealed in your glove box or in your tackle problem, box you well, know that's the problem that we run into is what if you've got a fillet knife, fillet with a knife. Blade longer than three yeah. and a half inches in your tackle box yeah or you're going hunting and i've got uh multiple blades in my hunting pack that i use to to uh, field dress a deer that uh that have blades longer than three and a half inches and yeah. so plus my my machete that i carry with me to to clear brush and stuff around mm -hmm. my camera sights and whatnot it's uh, well, well over three and a half inches. You know, it's almost three and a half feet. All that stuff, if, if I've got it you know, buried in the back of my vehicle, which I, I don't have a vehicle with a trunk or a pickup box, it's an SUV. And so we did fix that for firearms in Nebraska a year ago, but um, but not not anything at all for, excuse me, two years ago now almost um but nothing that that applies to edged weapons and so even if you um if you put a steak knife in your lunchbox most steak knives have a blade longer than three and a half inches and that is uh a concealed weapon charge that that goes on your record if you would ever get caught with it and 
it's right now it's officer discretion and it should be yeah. codified into law that it's that it's not uh it's not a problem but yeah i i really would love to be able to just put my hunting knife on my belt put my coveralls on over top of it and be legal mm -hmm. now when i'm hunting i'm typically on private property and if i never leave the private property it doesn't matter but if i happen to drive down the actual road to get from one spot to another and you can't get from any of the hunting well only one hunting spot that i use can i get to back to my dad's house without being on a road and so uh so when i'm on the road i'm technically in, in violation of a law if i've done that i i don't for the record um anybody listening i would never do such a thing but uh, but it's so easy to to forget about such a thing as that so the last one i want to say don't forget you go and that's a, that's the crappy thing about that nebraska knife law it limits what i can buy for pocket tools uh-huh because i mean if i want to just slip it i mean that my leatherman I, i'm like oh i gotta double check the leatherman make sure it doesn't have a blade over what three and a half inches is that right i mean you know, if it's 3.75 and some of these leathermen or or gerbers are really long you know and that limits what i can buy and i mean i'll put it in my pocket and forget or if it has a clip and it's got a blade longer than three and a half inches and i'm wearing a coat it's now yep. being covered. I think our lawmakers forget that six months out of the year in Nebraska, it's really cold and you got to cover up. And yeah. uh, that just completely makes it just ridiculous. You yeah. know, it's just even, it's stupid. It is. I mean, according to the letter of the law, even scissors, they are edged. Um, and most scissors have, again, blades longer than that. But I can have a 36-inch katana slung over my shoulder when I walk the dog. If like, any part know, of it's like visible, Deadpool, it's not concealed. You know, you know yeah. that, that makes it okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, I can do way more damage with that than I could a little three and a half inch Gerber pocket tool, but you right. know. That makes so. me wonder, Defense Dad, what's the blade length on that sharp finger? The sharp finger? Three and a quarter inches. Nice. Okay. See, John, you're the reason why I got a different uh, EDC knife because the last one I carried was identical to this, but it had 3.75 inch blade. <laughs> like, what's a blade length? I'm like, I don't know. So for three years, I may or may not have been carrying a knife blade that was. Now, uh, now keep in mind, though, yeah. if, if it's summertime or light enough weather that your coat doesn't come down to your pocket and dude, that i'm a pocket, big dude yeah. i wear 2xlt t-shirts they always go down over my well, side i'm just pockets. saying if, you if know, your pocket if you have a pocket yeah. clip and the clip yeah. is visible then it is not a concealed weapon but maybe i'll just start hey i'll just start sporting some 1980s half shirts you know and just yeah, the old the old Turner Gill jersey. BMX, you know, yeah, Turner Gill. Yeah, I'll just start doing that. And then that way I don't have to worry about getting a concealed carry charge. I'll get you know, I've probably I've a, a decent decency charge or whatever, but public you know, exposure. people wear muscle shirts to show off the guns, right? Yep. Let's bring yep. back belly shirts to show those off too. Let's let's just absolutely do it. man. Absolutely. Dad bods, I heard that uh, dad bods are sexy. I read it on Facebook. So I know they are, they're right. it's like 70% of the time, hundred percent of the women say that the, the dad bod is definitely the way to go definitely so and that's yep. at least 60 percent true so that's true 80 percent of the time <laughs> <laughs> okay so so let's go through and we'll cover uh, everybody else and and uh, give you guys a chance to, to just talk about stuff um pat i'm guessing that uh typically on your normal day you don't have your pockets loaded down with near as much stuff uh, we're doing what you do most of the time do you well, actually, I used to until I found something that was kind of a game changer. Um, but I still do carry enough stuff on me that some people may. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, but yeah, I, I'll do a run through on this stuff. Um, obviously, uh, I'm I'm out on a farm and I'm a ranch, so I've always got. The old folder 
on me. This is Smith & Wesson with some uh, G10 grips with a lanyard just in case I lay it down. Nice bright orange so I can't lose it. So hopefully I see it. And I have been known to lose a knife or two. And I really like this one so I didn't want to lose it. So nice. that's the orange cord on it. And then I've got a uh, Bushnell with the uh, C1 uh, 123A rechargeable batteries in it. Oh, cool. Because if you, if you try to buy just the regular 123 batteries, oh my god, they are expensive. Just go rechargeable, yeah. people. They are horrible. But, you know, uh, three-position light, high, low, and uh, the old blinky, but I don't use a blinky. So... Uh, and of course, be on a farmer ranch. Oh yeah, got some pliers. The old, yep, the old John Deere pliers had that set for thirteen years now. And uh, the other thing that I carry on me, uh, that actually that that's all, that's all I carry on me. That, that's it. Now here's the game changer that I found: the battle bottle. This guy right here. And they are a little bit on the pricey side, but dang, does it keep things cold for a long, long time. All my keys and everything stay on here. And if I need to, I can clip it to my belt if I need to go hands-free. Uh, the wallet and everything stays right in there. That's a wallet pouch right there. Um... Cell phone holder, right there on that side. Extra knife, because, yeah, every once in a while I lose one. Uh, Sharpie, because I'm always writing on filters and marking stuff, uh, just everything. I, I use a Sharpie all the freaking time. Uh, let's see what else. And it's got enough web gear, and I've my tactical pens are in here somewhere. I clip my tactical pen on here. Um, it's really heavy duty, uh, aircraft ready aluminum. So it, if it drops, it's not going to break or something like that. So awesome. And this guy right here, uh, this is made by Iron Infidel. I'm going to do a uh, review on this here pretty soon. I've had it for a couple months now, and I absolutely love it. Um, holds a little over a half gallon of water. So on those real hot days when you need a lot of fluid, it's, it's right here, and I typically drink iced tea all the time during the summer. So, um, yeah, this guy's been a game changer because I can keep the wallet out of my back pocket. So when I sit down in the pickup or in a tractor or something like that, or if I'm out on the side-by-side -side or the four-wheeler, I can just throw this, put a tarp strap around it, boom. It's, it's, it's all there with me. So this, this has really been a game changer just to keep a bunch of stuff off of so I'm not getting weighted down, especially during the summer when you're sweating so bad. And uh, cool. Uh, and my bag that I typically carry in my pickup or on the four wheeler or side by side when I'm gone for a long stretch, like let's say the whole day, um, I'm out building fence or checking cows or spraying mussels, cedar trees, you know whatnot. Um, this guy it's a uh, rattlesnake tactical bag it's 
got three compartments. It's got a small one there. It's got other other small one up there. Sunglasses in there. It's super bright out there, and my eyes are just getting bugged out. Um, like I said, it's got three other compartments. I do carry two extra lights in here, especially right now where I'm calving. And if I get a cow in the chute and I've got to pull a calf, um, this is a spot. This is a floodlight. With a magnet, very strong magnet, I just slap it onto the top of that. Or I'm working on equipment or anything in the dark. That thing is awesome. By that's by Nebo. And uh, typically, I carry a little bit of food and an extra bottle of water just in case I misplace that bottle or something. God forbid. Oh, let's see what else. And typically, I carry an extra pair of uh, warm gloves during the winter. Uh, I've got a little bit of boo-boo stuff, like some band-aids and stuff like that in this compartment up here, and um, just some miscellaneous stuff. Uh, I need to repack it, actually. And typically, I will not pick it up, but I will point to it. I don't know if you guys can see it, but that one right there, my m and shield, that guy goes with me everywhere, whether it's in the bag or if I'm uh, out with the family, you know, uh, that's what I'm carrying with uh, two extra mags. So that's that's typically my loadout, and it the bag fluctuates depending on the time of year. Sure. It really does. You know, summer, winter, uh, those, those are the two really big ones when I do a really big switch on the bag is summer or winter because, you know, Nebraska, it can go from summer to false winter back to summer. <laughs> then actual fall, and then you go to winter. Then it goes back to spring. Then goes back to hard winter. <laughs> right. so, in a weekend. In a weekend. Yeah, yeah that's just a Saturday. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So yeah, that yeah, was that, just that, a afternoon. What I carry. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right. Right. So, um, but, cool. All yeah. right, Joe. It, it, um, we'll give you a chance to. Do you load yourself down or do you travel light? I generally travel fairly light. Um, a lot of what the reason I've I've learned to travel light is less noise from okay. back in the day. Uh, but <clears throat> I do I do carry a some version of I can tell when I get kicked out for a second. I do <laughs> carry a version of. Uh, this i like dewalt they're fairly fairly inexpensive especially with what i do you just you don't want to lose it uh if you lose it it's it's fairly easy to replace them i have some really nice ones that i carry with me at other times but this is kind of like my work one sure. and then uh i carry what's is similar like the like a drywall knife you just never sure. know it's a razor blade really simple um, I always carry my wallet in uh, my front pocket. I've done that for for years. A lot of that's due to the fact of growing up in areas where there were pickpockets. So it's a little harder to pickpocket somebody in their front pocket. And then my keys. And then um, when I do carry, I carry an XDS, slim line, single stack. Um, and I'm kind of like Travis. We always have, uh, always wear this double X shirt. So this is always covered. So I'm always concealed. So it's three and a half, three in the right at three and a half, I believe it is. So pretty close. And then I also have um, 
my uh, bag I carry with me in the truck. And like you said, the machete, I have a really nice machete. Uh, it has a saw tooth back on it, very solid, uh, rubber handled. And that actually goes into the side of my bag. And then in my bag, I usually have uh, some beef jerky, some trail mix, you know, something that can stay in it year round. Um, it's got a, a small shovel, uh, like a military style shovel. I carry a down to 20 degree um sleeping bag in the bottom of it which is nice because it's only about yay big of course i didn't go out to my truck to grab it um then i have a small gun key and cleaning kick it's about yay big fits in that pocket it's got some molly loops and whatnot carry the extra magazines in there first aid kit um what i like about it is is, is you're able to get it closed down really tight makes very little noise when you when you carry it um but that goes everywhere with me in a pickup so, yeah, for the most part, I run fairly light, but there's times when I've had to, uh, been thankful I traveled light. I had this knife the other day, and I had my concealed carry with me, and we raised a few hogs, and I had a hog that was hung up in a rope, and I had the big hog kept nipping at it, and if you've ever had to get into a pen worth of hogs, and you've got a couple of them wanting to nip at each other, you kind of got to watch yourself, so you never know. So Those I must have looked kind of crazy that night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, and they can bite. You know, people think pit bulls have a bad bite to them, and I love my pit bulls and never been bit by them, but I have been bit by a few hogs, and I'd rather not. But I had one that got hung up, and I had this in one hand. I like it because it has the – it's not rounded. It's actually more of a chisel point. And uh, I was able to hook it without hurting the animal. And I had my uh, EDC with me, my, my concealed carry, in the other hand, just in case uh, one was going to end up in the freezer a lot faster than we thought. Because if he took a <laughs> bite out of me, he was going to the freezer. And that's the one I was watching. But he's going there anyway here in the next probably 30 days. So, but yeah, definitely always be prepared. You just never know when you're going to need it. And that was one of those times I came home. I heard him making some extra noise. And I was like, man, that didn't sound right. And I got over. I seen what's going on. And. I was like, well, we're getting in the pen, so out comes the concealed carry in one hand and the knife in the other. There you go. They're fine. Yeah. I'm fine. So it all worked out. And and I'm I mean, I'm kind of the same way, you know. One recurring theme we always I mean, everybody, um, even I'm I'm looking at some of the comments, and we'll put some of those on screen here in a little bit. But I mean, everybody's carrying a knife. Every every it's just, a, it's a thing to do. Everybody ought to have a knife. I made sure that Sandhill Sweetheart has one with her in her purse all the time. Because you never know when you're going to need to open something up or, or uh, you know, you've got, uh, uh, go to tear that bag of beef jerky open and it doesn't tear right and you got to slice it. Uh, or it's the stuff from the locker that's uh, vacuum sealed and there is no tear, easy tear open. So, so you got to cut it. Um, so, one thing that I've started doing that is, uh, I don't think anybody's really mentioned it tonight. I mean, I've got, well, Defense Dad already showed the Gerber armbar. I've got one in my pocket. I've got chapstick in my pocket. I do have a, a sticky holsters uh, magazine sleeve that I've got my my reload for whichever whichever gun I'm carrying at the time. Right now, it's got a couple speed strips with some 38 wad cutters in it, uh, just in case you probably can piece together what i'm carrying then um but uh and i've also got clipped on my left side 
Uh, I always use the flashlight on my offhand. So this is the Streamlight uh, macro stream, but it is, where's it at? Yep, it's rechargeable, USB. So I like that uh, tail cap switch. And I, I started carrying a pen. Um, actually, Defense Dad gave me a pen here a long time ago. Nice, uh, heavy barreled, thick barreled pen um, that uh, you just twist it to, uh, instead of a click pen, it's a twist pen. But the top end had the glass breaker on it. And I was constantly just tearing the crap out of my hand every time I reached in my pocket uh, next to that thing. Plus, it had that real aggressive knurled uh, texture on the on the aluminum body of the pen. So that went into uh, into a backpack that I take with me if, if I'm out and about doing uh, like carrying my, my camera and tripod and stuff around, my extra phone and tripod and stuff around. That pen's in there. I did get one. This actually came from the USCCA website, but uh, it's got just a regular top, and then the glass breaker goes on the end, and you just have to unscrew, unscrew to get to the pen. So I carry this one now because uh, this end doesn't hurt anything down in my pocket, and this end doesn't hurt my hand. And you can kind of tell it's been the, these sit next to each other, the flashlight and the pen, so the the uh, finish wears off the aluminum, but not going to rust. But the one thing that I, uh, you guys all kind of seem like you're, you're like me, the, uh, the strong hand goes right to the knife. And so oh, I took it off. I've got another one of those exchangeable blade outdoor edge knives too. And, uh, I usually have that, or I've got a couple different little, little pocket knives with pocket clips that I'll put on my, on my right front pocket. Um, typically that, uh, that side stays free because I'm either pocket carrying or I've got my phone in that pocket. Um, I like the pants that have a separate pocket for my phone. That way it frees up that right front pocket. So if I want to slip something in a pocket holster, I can. But uh, sometimes it might be nice to be able to access something with your weak hand. And so I did uh, spring for, this is from K-Bar. And it's their their TDI, TDI Tactical um they call it the police knife, I think it is. So it's got a little Kydex uh, sheath with a metal metal clip on it that you can put this. Uh, I either I usually put it between my belt and my pants. Uh, it's not tuckable, so this only works if you've got an untucked shirt. This time of year, we wear pullovers at work, like quarter zip, long sleeve pullovers, so I can get away with it. When I have to tuck my shirt in in the summertime with the, the regular short sleeve polo shirts, this doesn't work. But uh, it's it's really nice. It's got uh, pop it out of here. So it's got that little bitty blade on it. But it is the way it's angled. If you hold it like this, it's great just for for striking. Um, super sharp. But uh, what's cool is when I when I wear this on my belt, it is this part goes forward on my on my weak side. So when I grab it with my with my weak hand and I pull it out, it's already in that defensive position kind of like a karambit knife is so that's kind of what i like about it um definitely not a big enough blade to ever get you into trouble for being concealed so uh, and my back pockets wallet handkerchief i've always got that uh, i don't carry a medical kit with me all the time i do have one in my vehicle that's strapped to the the headrest of the back seat and it's got the full kit in it um but uh, aside from that it's uh, I don't, I don't always carry a backpack when I do. It's usually because I'm going down to testify in Lincoln. So there's no firearms in it because those would be concealed, not 
not okay in the capital. Uh, no long blades in there. That's usually where I just keep some extra water. Uh, my folder that's got my my typed out testimony copies in it, stuff like that. Uh, usually there's a, another folding knife in there, a pen, uh, all kinds of charging cords, and and uh, like the like a, I've got a OtterBox power bank here, which is pretty cool. This one's nice. It's it's wireless. Or you can plug a cord into it and, and charge your phone off the cord. But uh, it actually makes a nice little stand so you can put your phone right on it, too. It's pretty cool. Um, and I, I think it's a, I want to say it's a 10,000 milliamp battery. It's a big one. It'll charge your phone a couple times. That kind of stuff goes in the backpack, but I just don't carry that with me a lot. But you guys are kind of convincing me that maybe I should uh, carry that a little bit more often than I have. So, so we'll see. Uh, you look more like a, a fanny pack guy to me. You know, I thought about it. Actually, not the fanny pack. What's the? I was thinking about getting the one that straps around my waist and then also straps around my thigh, mm. and and just kind of sits like a like a like a drop rig almost. I was thinking about getting one of them. It's called a man purse. Yeah, sure. I I, I was kidding. I'm not thinking about getting one of those. <laughs> I don't think they make one big enough to go around my leg. To be honest. Well, as far as the backpack goes, it's just handy to have. Like, I, I always have my, or half time I have my kid with me. So, like, I got a hey, I'm hungry. So, there's granola bars in now, there, that kind of stuff. Now, when I'm instructing in the classroom, mm -hmm. I've got a, a whole backpack set up specifically for, for that stuff. So, yeah, it's got the laptop in it, it's got uh, the charger, it's got my long uh, HDMI cable and an extension cord so I can plug into you know, just about any TV set up that way, um, no matter where the outlets are. Uh, what else do I have in there? Tylenol for sure. Um, extra pens, business cards, usually a few extra business cards, um, that kind of stuff. Uh, I actually have been lately carrying my business card holder again. I don't always carry this, but it's just a little leather business card holder. Um, the problem is I've got now I've got four different business cards that I could carry on me at any given time to hand out. So uh, I don't always have the right ones, but it is nice to have those along. Um, but uh, no, five now. Wow, five cards. Yeah, I'm act like I'm important. Um, I want to get to some of the uh, comments out here, though. I'm going to go back up close to the top. Um, Real quick, can I show one thing? Go for it. Show one thing. So Joe said something that made me think as far as being quiet. Little piece of EDC. I, I'm a pet peeve. I can't, I hate keys. I hate how noisy they are. Uh-huh. So this is from KeySmart. This is called the KeySmart Mini. Uh, if I can figure the camera out. So it's a little rubber, basically harpoon type thing. It's supposed to hold up to seven keys, but it don't jingle. Oh, nice. <laughs> I like that. Like it's now, like fifteen had, bucks, but I, I that's my that's one of my favorite pieces of EDC gear. The original nice. Smart before, huh? And I'll be that was that was pretty cool too because the the original Key Smart turns your keys into basically a a little pocket tool, right? You know, and you for can, me you that can, I only carry three keys, and that was bigger than I wanted to carry in my pocket. I'm all about having I'm the opposite. I've actually got more than that, and it, I had carried too many keys. So, but back then I had car keys and a work key and a uh, mailbox key and I had house keys and I had several different keys that I used to carry. Um, but now I'm kind of getting back up there because I've, I've just got different rings. Now that I have a vehicle 
that doesn't have a, a keyed ignition, I'm not as worried about how much weight I hang off my keys. So I can yeah. put everything all together and I'm not worried about uh, I always got yelled at as a kid, don't put extra weight on your key ring because you'll you'll ruin your ignition switch. So I don't do that. But now it's a push button, so I can I can load everything together and I've got a quick release. So if I need to uh, pop my my work key ring off and get work done on my vehicle or we trade vehicles for the day or something, I've, I've still got my work keys. It's easy to get to. Uh, so, yes, and I carry that on a carabiner from uh, out, uh, Night Eyes, their key ring that comes with a carabiner. It's got a nice little, um, little nylon braided uh, webbing drop on it before it gets to the split ring and so I clip that to a belt loop. I tuck all my keys in my pocket so they don't swing around and make noise. And then my key fob is what hangs out of the pocket so I can just unlock my doors or whatever. And, and if they're not in a coat pocket, then they're, then they're usually clipped to a belt loop. Um, but uh, so let's see. Yep. We had... Uh, oh, I got... Uh, sorry, I hate to cut in, John, but I got one more piece too. Um, okay. Just real quick here. Um, I totally forgot about my charging system. Um, this is made by DeWalt. Um, I do carry a battery bank with me. And the great thing about this thing, this is their second version. This has a 100-watt input-output, and it comes with a charger, so you can actually charge your big DeWalt batteries. This is uh, my little 3-amp. Uh, and then... If you think you're going to be a gone long time or something, or like on a camping trip, I got a great big six oh, wow. on there. Now, granted, you don't, you don't want to carry this thing around with you all the time, but most of the time, if you, and if you want to keep it real lightweight, go with the two amp. Um, and this this has been a real great piece of kit because I've had two battery banks now. One was from Anchor, straight from Anchor, and it croaked within a year. Oh. And I, I can't remember. Yeah, and I've I've bought a lot of anchor stuff and I've had pretty good luck with it. And I wasn't impressed with that. Um, and then I had another battery bank. It was a cheapie. It maybe lasted six, seven months. So I just decided to go with something really good. It had really good reviews. So you just take it. Boom. And there you go. Very cool. So, and I own all the Walt batteries. So why not? Why not yep. use the batteries that I got laying around? It makes total sense to me. Um, okay, so uh, let's put some comments up there and see what people are saying out there. Tacos and French fries says the Lever Leatherman Wave uh, is great. Yes, it's uh, what about a hundred dollar Leatherman tool. I've got one. I don't carry it all the time, um, but I do carry it. No, the waves, the waves are pretty cheap, aren't they? About fifty. That's like an entry level. For no, 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 no. The, the, wave is, the, the wave is the good one. Uh, it's it's oh, okay. almost up there with the super tool. Oh, uh, are you thinking? Oh, are you thinking okay. of the signal? Are you no, thinking think, of the signal? I'm thinking of the wave because that's what I own. No, I, I was talking right. about the one. Isn't that the signal? Oh, okay. Well, there's several different. You can get them from 35 to to 70. Uh, yeah. I've got a couple of those too that that uh, have pocket clips on them that I really like. The wave is great, but you have to have it um, in, in a holster or in a pocket because it doesn't have a clip. Um, but it's a it's a it's solid it's got everything um i just like i said that that uh that usually if i'm again if i'm putting that on my belt i'm probably not at work woods says uh 
He's got his LCP and his SP-101 and then a buck 110 and a cheap knife, tactical light in this cargo pocket, wrapped in a big piece of elastic, some paracord. A uh, couple Parker pens are usually an Expo marker. Um, is that uh, is that your regular loadout? Other than the guns, is that like your school loadout? Or I don't know how that works. Um, Michael Frost over on Facebook says, Leatherman, Palm, Pepper Spray. I don't know what a Chris Reeve um nums and is but it sounds like uh something that uh it's a, it's a really nice knife okay because it sounds like a superman thing to me with chris reed in there uh <laughs> a mod light okw streamlight micro stream dude you kind of look like you're going all out there uh in the briefcase is a full uh individual first aid kit with chest seals tourniquets gloves shears the israeli bandage you can even open up an airway a sharpie uh, some hemostatic gauze, also just your regular gas X and modium. And if you're stopped up or uh, need to get stopped up, he's got the bills for you. Uh, cold stuff. Let's see. What else? Uh, Michael says also for a great pen, look into the machine era pens. I'm going to have to check that out. Maybe I can get my beautiful producer to make a note. Um, Wood says at school, the guns stay in the console safe in his Jeep to be compliant. Yes. Um, uh, Let's see. Patriot says keys, phone, rock, and no one Patriot. I'm pretty sure he's means that literally. Uh, two Kershaw knives, wallet, and a St. Michael challenge coin, sometimes a stream light. That's true, Patriot. You never know when you're going to need to uh, light something up in the dark. Uh, he, <laughs> he always has his rock. I want to know more about that, <laughs> dude, but if, if it's a story you don't want to tell to the public, I get it. Um, but uh, you need to—I need to hear that story. Uh, Squiblift is out there. Says he carries stuff and things, which is—I uh, honestly that surprises me, Squiblift, because I would have thought that you carried things and stuff, but uh, stuff and things. I—I would have got that backwards. Um, let's see who else. Um, what do we have out there? Um, hey man, got to oh. give away one of Squibblef secrets there. He is an Olight fan. He is an Olight fan, so that is on his channel. So, yep. Aha, there you go. Mm -hmm. And Travis, you did put that link out there uh, on the YouTube side, so people can click on that on mm -hmm. YouTube, but uh, not on Facebook. So, Michael, uh, I don't see anybody else yet on Facebook, but uh, um, go find Travis's uh, YouTube channel, and uh, you'll get to see that link. Um, or we'll find this this chat on YouTube on YouTube, I should say, and uh, or just go to Travis and and did you what did you call that video? Just work bag EDC. Yeah, it's my it's my my school bag. It's what school I can so take search, to work. That's not going to give you trouble. On YouTube and search school bag. And I mean, I've done a complete bug out bag series. I did like a four or five part series on this giant bag that okay. uh, Defense Dad and I both own kind of a get home bag is what it was. And I do have a, well, I don't really have a bug out bag, but I got a get home bag, which would double to get me to my spot that sure. I need to go to. Michael yeah, says, bag, nice by the way, is all... legal... oh, Sorry. go ahead. Defense dad. Oh, I say that bag, by the way, is awesome for carrying tripods. Dude, it's, it? it's a fantastic backpack. I mean, it holds so much stuff. It's unreal. <laughs> Super my, tripod's, tall. my tripod's too long to fit in a bag. So usually if I carry it, well, it comes with its own bag with a strap. <laughs> So usually I just sling that over my shoulder, but uh, you're gonna EDC a bag. This is probably the one. Plus, it's not tactical looking. It just looks like a hiker bag. Oh wow! You know, you don't have like 50 Molly loops on it with your. 
I've definitely got one of those too for for when I don't want to look tactical. So, yep. Uh, Michael says a nice Nebraska legal fixed blade is the Essie. I don't know these brands. I'm not a. I'm not a super. Nice he's guy. into that. He's into I that hardcore, high end. You know, Cabela's. The the SE Izula two. I might have to look that one up too. SE Izula two. I guarantee that Michael wears a Suntu Sunto Core all black watch. He's one of those tactical, you know, watch guys that wears the nice or the Garmin that like, you know, finds a satellite that you gets know, you we, home. We or really whatever. haven't talked about that. Uh, how many of you guys out there on the panel or in the chat? Uh, what do you? What do you wear on on your wrist? Do you wear a wristwatch? What kind? This is, I tell you what, oh, this God. is it's filthy. I haven't cleaned it up. But this was you've an hour. He's present. gonna eat like an hour or so. A birthday yeah, present yeah. from my bride. This is a a G Shock from Casio, but it's yeah. the atomic one. I really like that, so I never have to worry about it not being right because it it gets the radio signal from the atomic clock. Love mine. I have like fifteen watches. <laughs> The ones I wear the most, though, this is a Casio Wave Scepter. This thing's like 14 years old. It's a solar watch. Um, this is an old Timex that I put on a different band. And then if anybody's a watch nerd, I, I wear a Casio Royale very, pretty often, which is a cheap Casio watch that looks similar to a watch that was in a James Bond movie. Oh, cool. And it's, it's like a $15, $20 watch. Nice. Um, you know what? Speaking of EDC, um, I kind of want to put this together. Uh, Michael, we're not going to go around the, the horn here, but that's only because I do want to get into this a little bit more, um, in a future episode, but I'll put the question on the screen. What, what belts do we carry our stuff on? Um, I want to put that together with like the, I want to have another discussion about just carrying how we carry our firearms, um, Especially if it if it is waistband carry, yeah, I want to get the belt, the holster involved in that, and have have kind of a talk about that stuff. So um, we will talk about that stuff, just not tonight because we're already we're already at nine o'clock. So um, oh, Patriot did explain the rock. It's uh, it's a rock he got from his daughter when she was four. She's now old enough to drive. He's had it all this time. That is awesome. Please don't ever lose that rock totally understand what uh, that would mean to you uh michael says urban bug out bag essential silcock key that that makes sense to me and i never thought about it uh if uh, if somebody's got you know their outdoor water spigot on the side of their house and they've got the the knob is not there because uh, for a security you can uh, you can turn water on with one of them yeah that's an amazing item to have that's why i carry the smallest pair of vice grip needle nose pliers because they okay. fit to lock and you can them. yep you Makes can you can do that and you know how many other things that you can use plus on the on the needle nose it also has a wire cutter and and nice. whatnot in there as well and i don't carry or wear any watches because my hands are always in some engine or some component and I don't wear rings either for that reason. Sure. Yeah. Uh, pliers, I'll, I'll tell you, these these little Nipex pliers, these are German engineered. These things fit any of their thin. Are those? This, nice? is like a, this is a $35 pair of pliers, right? Are those a, a channel lock or are they a fixed joint? Officially, it's a water pump wrench. But so they're, these, so they're these channel pliers, locks. they grip, they're phenomenal. 
That's awesome. Every time you put that thing on camera, I feel like I need to buy one more and more. It's like the one thing I don't have in my toolbox. If so I beat this, this is the four inch. I, Look at that. This is the four inch. I kind of wish I would have gotten the five inch, but I have already used this stuff for things you would never expect, and these work better than some of my full size pliers. <laughs> Anytime the lollipop kids need to do an engine rebuild, they just give you a holler, you know. <laughs> but I mean, Nipex makes full size pliers, a lot of mechanics. Oh yeah, stuff no, dude, they're, they're yeah, there's some amazing high end tools out there. Yeah, and I have yeah. a soft spot for German engineering. So nice. The uh, reason I was saying that the needle nose pliers, I mean, it's still caught key. I've had one before. I've worked maintenance, but. A lot of times I have this mentality of if you're if you're going to carry something, you want to have it multi-use and not necessarily anything that just stands out. You know, if you have that and you have it in a bag and if somebody sees it, it's like, well, why do you have that? But I can do the exact same thing with a pair of vice grips. Well, everybody has tools or whatever with them. So a lot of what I carry in my get home bag is the same concept. Right. Um, and being in the rural area, nothing, it just like screams, Hey, you know, whatever it's, you have, you have a, a, a sleeping bag with you because heck, if you slide off the ditch, you know, slide off the road, hunt, whatever. And I throw that in my, in my, uh, work truck too. You know, that's, sure. that's what is in there. And, um, yeah, you can stay warm and med kit and fire starter and all sorts of, you know, that kind of stuff. But that's almost like a discussion too, is living in urban versus rural areas, kind of what, you know, a lot of it, we see it as, you know, prepper, but it's more of like just being prepared, you know, just what life throws at you. Because I, yeah, when I lived down in central Nebraska, it wasn't uncommon to do, you know, 90 mile round trips with no cities in between. And not that you couldn't get help, but sometimes they couldn't get a truck to you for a couple hours. Well, if it's hundred degrees out or freezing, you know, it's just people don't get it that you're not just going to do AAA there in five minutes when you're out in some minimal maintenance road somewhere. You know, and your truck doesn't start or you now, have an accident. So, I mean, I it, say, it, you know, I will yeah. say this about our state. And yeah, for those of you that don't know, everybody on the panel is Nebraska tonight. But uh, one one point of pride in, in my state is that uh, the how do I say this? When you get out to the roads where there aren't people coming along every minute or every 10 minutes or sometimes you don't even see a car every hour. But the, the further out you get into country like that, the higher the likelihood that when a car comes along, they're going to stop and oh, yeah. help. Yeah. So that yep. is, it's, it's a nice, I mean, you might wait a while for somebody to come through, but when they come through, they're probably going to stop and see if you need some help. Yeah. So that is another, another good thing where yep. you get into the, the more I've done uh, heavily more. trafficked areas, then the people are less likely to stop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's yeah, why a lot of us, exactly. we carry, you know, I, I carry a couple of those 20-foot tow ropes, you know, the, the sewn-in yeah. loops. Yep. And I generally had um, a couple of short chains because sometimes it's easier just to chain up underneath something and then throw the loop over the ball in the back of yours. I like yeah. the uh, uh, the nylon <laughs> ones because if it goes flying or it breaks on you, it doesn't take out, you know, dent up my tailgate or my back window. So right. don't ask me how we would know these things, you know, <laughs> yeah. just got to get those elastic ones that use the kinetic momentum or whatever, those momentum tow ropes where you can drive. Uh, it's like a rubber band. Rubber rope. Yeah. Those ones Dude, we use those to, to yank them out. out. Yeah. I used to drive truck and pop. And I tell you what, man, those are, we get a truck buried when we were trying to haul lime out into a field and we got one of those kinetic ones. And I remember watching, I knew what it did, but it was so cool. The very first time 
We had one of the great big three-wheeled interrogators, and it was loaded. The truck was leaning, and he took off like a banshee, and I'm just waiting for this thing to snap. And no, it, it just, pulled, he hit the hand, and it, <laughs> there it went. And I was yeah. like, ah, oh, that is yeah. awesome. They build momentum, and then they progressively pull. Yeah. Now, yeah. Again, yep. a, another advantage to um, not only Nebraska, but just being in a rural area anywhere in the country, and, and I can't speak for other countries, but I know that rural people in all 50 states of, of this country are pretty much the same. The ultimate EDC loadout is in a rancher or farmer's pickup. Yeah. There is literally everything. You Agreed. I mean, that, that, that's like uh, if if MacGyver went to Mall of America. I mean, it's just there. There's bailing wire, and there's fence pliers, and there's uh, grease gun, and there's probably fence stretchers. There's uh, a handyman jack. There's a spare tire, possibly an air bubble. Um, all kind. There's probably a toolbox. So you've got wrenches, ratchets, sockets. Uh, just about anything that possibly goes wrong, uh, that doesn't require a, a tow truck, you know, any given rancher or farmer stopping by with their pickup probably is going to have at least most of what you need to, to get you going again. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's, uh, Agreed. <laughs> well, as far as the subject of EDC goes too, like, like it's easy to get caught up and nerd out and get all this useless stuff. Like yeah. I want, you ever watch those EDC videos? Like, there's literally a company out there that sells a $300 pair of magnetic dice. That's all it is, is a fidget tool. Like, I don't under, if that's what you want to carry, that's fine. I'm not carrying anything in my pocket that doesn't have a purpose. Carbon fiber matchbox, because, you know, ounces matter, you know? Yeah, there's all sorts of EDC, and people, like, I see these people. Like, I might get their, people buy that shit. Well, people will show what they supposedly carry every day. Like, there's $2,000 worth of stuff in their pockets, and that's not including a gun, and I'm like, yeah, my yeah, and, and the problem stuff. is you get uh, the you've got to find that that happy medium where you know I always I, I'm a pack rat by nature, I'm a hoarder by nature, and it, it goes it it even spills over into you know just filling it stuff up in my pockets and whatnot. I've always got you know a good five pounds of stuff in my pockets. Um if I empty my pockets out and step on a scale, it'd be it'd be for sure a couple pounds, minus you know, not counting the gun. That, that I would save in, in some weight. You know but, uh, you know, again, um, I'm limited by the number of pockets that I typically have. I don't wear cargo pants very often or even cargo shorts very often, even in the summertime, much. Uh, so, I mean, it, at best, it's going to be, I've got uh, my work pants are all Duluth Trading Company Foreman pants. They're just regular slash pocket front. They, they look pretty much like chinos. Um, a few reinforcements in, in a few spots. And then they've got a, a, a pocket down the leg for a, a cell phone. Um, and that's it. So, I mean, I've got two in the back, two pockets in the front, plus my cell phone pocket, you know, I can't carry everything. Um, and then again, when I, when I have a, a pullover shirt, I can get away with maybe a little bit more on my belt, but not a ton. And so, you know, yeah, I hear these guys that are like, Oh, I never leave the house without, you know, having my, my, my little gun in my appendix carry. And then I got the bigger gun and, uh, you know, in my five o'clock carry and I've got, uh, you know, my, my, uh, at the time my braced pistol in a backpack that I carry with me all the time and throw in and three tourniquets and 17 chest seals. And I've got 18 different knives on me and, uh, you know, a, a pouch full of power bars and three bottles of water. And I'm like, 
what the hell are you walking around in a moon man suit? What do you look like when you go out with all this stuff? Yeah. I call BS on most of it. Tactical this, bro. Tactical this. Well, that's just it. Yeah. I mean, are you wearing like nothing but, uh, and that's the thing you walk bear out in skin that hoodie with 45 pockets, the bear skin you know, hoodie. I've got my tactical vest and it's, everything's full and, and I look like I'm about ready to, you know, to get deployed and it's, you know, it's fine if you want to be a mall ninja, uh, go for it. Keep the, keep the, uh, cheaper than dirt in those places in business. Uh, do spend your money where you want to. This is a free country. It's capitalism. Go for it. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, I I could maybe see a tourniquet. Honestly, I'm more likely in my everyday life to need a tourniquet than I am a handgun. Yeah. If, if, yet I don't carry one on me, but I, it, well, I take that back. If I, uh, if I'm instructing, I've got one within 10 feet. Um, plus I've got another one in the vehicle. So if we need extra tourniquets, we can get one on right away and then get a second one on. Uh, and uh, and save somebody's life along with some chest seals and stuff. I do carry that stuff where it is put more, more I want to say it still not likely, but, but more likely um, the, the potential is greater for a, a sucking chest wound or, or penetrating trauma. Yeah. We've, you know, I do have those when I'm instructing out on the range or just when I'm by myself out on the range even, but I don't, uh, I don't walk around with a tourniquet on, on my person all the time. Um, I don't walk around with with uh, you know extra paracord or fishing line or anything on me. Um, maybe I should. I've actually got a couple different uh, paracord bracelets that maybe I should carry one. I mean, it's you never know. But again, yeah. I don't uh, I don't figure in the the urban jungles of Norfolk, Nebraska, that I'm going to need to use my my survival craft skills to live off the land either. So. Well, and that's why I like the idea of having a backpack. It's usually in the car, but I can grab yeah. it if I need it, or like even the pouch. Like, again, I don't carry this all the time, but I can throw it in the pocket if I need to. My my minimal is like I said earlier: my wallet, a pen, my phone, my keys, and, a, and my little multi tool, which doubles as the knife. And that, that's that's all I really carry for the most part, other than the gun when I can. But you yes. know, you talking about being, you know, would you call him a mall mall ninja? Yeah. One of, one of the things is like I said, I, I don't wear a watch because I, I I drive truck. There's too many times when my younger days you're going to try to work on something, the next thing you know, you're hung up because of your watch. You can't get your hand back out and you're fighting with it. And same thing with rings. I've seen guys about peel of skin right off their, their finger off of that kind of stuff. That's why so, mine is so, squishy. Right? Right. That's one of the new ones. Um but for like me personally, I, I always thought if you if you really look at what you're in, and I bet Travis is really good understanding with this because where you work, you look at what you have there at your disposal that you're allowed to have that you can use to protect yourself, so on and so forth. Um, you know, if you got work boots, most work boots have the really long shoestrings. I mean, technically, you can just about cut half the shoestring off, still tie your boot up. You've got you've got that. If you've got a shirt, you know, with sleeves, you can always use that to to bandage something up. Well, I like the double X shirts. My shirts are ones. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but if you wear long shirts like I do, you know, I mean, heck, I could probably cut four inches off the bottom of this if I needed to. You can have a tourniquet that quick 
if uh -huh. you're carrying a decent knife, you know? And so I think that's what cracks me up sometimes is these guys, like you said, literally spends thousands of dollars when really maybe we ought to just think more basic. You know, you have the things with you, use them. You don't have to pack and spend all this money, you know? No, you can use a tourniquet uh, right out of a shoestring. Mm -hmm. Heck, I had a tire blow out on me one time and I, uh, I had ran out of zip ties and I had to put, anyway, I had an air can on my truck. It was coming loose. I was about 20 miles from home. I pulled over. All I had was my spare pair of shoes and I took the shoestrings out and tied it up to get me the last 20 miles home. Heck this yeah. is at two o'clock in the morning. There ain't nothing around. You may Necessity. do with what you got. Necessity is the mother of invention. Michael's got another good tip just, just for, uh, especially if you've got bags and whatnot. Get an economy pack of mini Bic lighters, sprinkle them around in backpacks, coats, vehicles. Uh, yeah, it's handy. I don't smoke, but I do like to have a lighter close by. Um, G Webs is out there and says he wears a, he has to wear a tuxedo most days, which those of you that know G Webs know, uh, yes, the things that he does, uh, he has to, he has to look dapper. So, uh, the pockets on tuxes are too small for a decent knife. So he just has a, an EDC caddy to carry an assortment of gear uh, who stays nearby. So so that's handy. I You know, I believe the correct term for that person is called a valet, uh, G-Web. <laughs> so um, I know that, uh, that he had tryouts here a few years ago to be his personal valet. Uh, it was too far away for me to even get to the tryouts, so I, I wasn't in the running. But uh, yeah, that's a very, very prestigious position to be G-Web's personal valet. Uh, you get to do all kinds of cool stuff, any of carrying any heavy items, uh, lifting stuff, uh, waxing the van, getting it fueled up for his next trip. You know, I mean, uh, and he's nice enough that he even, uh, the way I understand it, uh, you, know, you don't get to ride in the van because there's only two seats. The back's, you know, it's, uh, he lives in it. Um, the front seats for the dog, but the valet, does, he bought a nice hard top, uh, luggage carrier to go on the top of the van and i think the valet gets to ride in there so at least you're not out getting rained on so it's, it's pretty nice uh, so i got a serious question for g webs though so since he wears a tuxedo all the time has he named his walter money penny mm, that's what the the dog should have been named right yeah. instead, of, instead of marshmallow uh gary's out there says that uh with the tuxedo you need the, the columbia river ceo knife i would love to get one of those they look so cool they're so slim i want to carry one when i'm djing because i again i wear uh dress pants when i'm djing and and that's a whole different loadout most venues again don't allow firearms so uh that's not an option but uh you know then i'm down to usually just i've got the this is the macro stream i've got the micro stream that i usually save for that and uh and the arm bar hanky wallet and that's about it so um i do like to i always like to have a hanky but that's only because i'm a nasty sweaty gross person so it, it's good to have the hanky just to uh uh not look like i'm i'm dripping water down my face all the time um also oh, g says that he uh he also wears tank tops under the tuxedo shirts which why wouldn't you increased uh, flexibility i mean right just, so michael you know. wants to know this is a good question do you seriously leave home without your Geiger counter? No. No, I do not. It is built into my watch along with the laser. Uh, there's a little bit of mustard gas. If I ever, you know, I, I don't have a gun. 
someplace, yeah. but uh, you know, I, I got to walk into a bank or something and I can't take a firearm in there. If it ever goes down, you know, there's a little mustard gas or, or knockout gas and it's even got a spot for ketchup. So that's handy, you know, just in case I'm eating something a little, the roast beef's a little dry or something at the restaurant and I can't find a way uh, a weight person to bring me ketchup. I just got my own. So my watch is pretty cool. I prefer to carry around a burr, like a parakeet in a cage. It's a little less conspicuous. And if it dies, I know to get out of there real quick. True. Yeah. That's I have a prepper au jus. I've got like a 20 year shelf life mm-hmm. tablet. I can just drop into a cup of water and it makes a beef broth. I just dunk my awesome. sandwiches in it. So that's awesome. here first. You know, and I grew up in the eighties, so you know, you just if if you really get in a bad spot, you just you know use some Windex and rub some dirt on it, and also fix it with baling wire. I am I am kind of a I'm turning into a K bar fan. Thanks, Squib, for getting me started there. Uh, But uh, don't underestimate the power of the spork. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah, awesome. K bar makes a great spork. You can get the three pack in what black. Uh, OD Black, green, OD Green, yeah, they do a whole line of kitchen utensils but, now, too. They're they're going know, after OXO and all those other big oh, companies. You can get the and, pizza cutter and the ice cream scooper, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I don't have, but uh, they're on my Christmas list. If they're not, tactical on my sport, list, baby. They should be. But the cool thing is, so you can even eat steak with one of these because it comes apart and it's, it's got, got oh, look at that steak knife in it, so that's handy. Um, metal or plastic? Is that knife metal or plastic? No, it's all plastic. Polymer. It's all sorry. Plastic. Yeah. Space. I use that. I have. I literally have. Plastic is what polymer is. So. I literally have cut steak and pork chops with that thing. Oh, you can. No, I don't doubt it at all. I mean, it's yeah. They make some. It's got a wicked edge on it. But it's over three and a half inches, and it's inside a sheath. And if you have that, then Uh it's plastic. It's not. Nope. That is not three and a half inches. Really. In fact, um, well, let's see. Armbar in my pocket. Let's just compare the Gerber armbar blade, which I know is well under three and a half inches, to, yep, it is shorter than the armbar blade. If I get the cutting edge lined up, it is is a little shorter. And if anybody doubts that armbar, that thing's worth its weight in gold. I use it every day. Well, it's so cool. This screwdriver, is it's a bit holder. So, yep. I mean, you pop it out, flip it around. You went from Phillips to, to a standard bit. Um, <laughs> pretty cool stuff. But I'm like you. I use the scissors more than I use anything. I use the knife more than anything, but I open a lot, a lot, a lot of boxes at work. Well, and that's where this is. This is down in my pocket, and it's on the on my left side, my weak side pocket. So that's where I like to have a, a knife on my other side that I just, for so many years of my, my adult life, I've carried a knife on my strong side um either front pocket or back pocket so i just it's right there when i go to grab it but that's uh, why i carry two different ones i had to stop carrying um back pocket knife because that's one of the reasons why we're we're getting new uh new kitchen chairs counter height chairs for the new house here because i've got the other one so torn up having a knife in my back pocket and i've done the same thing to the the chairs at work it's harder to see it from the on the work chairs, but I, I do notice it. So, so yeah, that's uh, no more back pocket knife carry for me. I even noticed that there's some scrapes on my leather vehicle seat from yeah. it. Um, yeah, G Webs wants to know: Is there a blade length restriction? Three and a half inches to be concealed. Otherwise, open carry, no restrictions on on blade length. I should carry uh, around a two-handed Scottish claymore on that. By the way, 
Well, can you walk around carrying a two-handed Scottish Claymore just to prove a point? If it is open carried, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. Um, one quick thing I'll uh, kind of uh, what uh, Joe was going with on the improvisation on everything. Um, the belt that I wear is actually a dress belt, but it's the multi-hole. So that way it can quickly be turned into a tourniquet. I can just take it right off. Yeah, and it's it's great. It, it's it's a higher end upper loader belt, and it's really soft. I can't wear a hard leather or a, a really hard nylon belt because I I'm six foot, but I weigh 150 pounds, and I'm a pretty skinny guy. And if I have anything like that riding on my hips, it absolutely kills me and will literally cut the skin on top of my hips so i have to wear something soft like this but this works really good in a pinch if you need to tie something off really you know quick. that speaking of which that's the reason why my dad usually wears the uh, the braided nylon belt just the cheap one you know from the tractor supply store type place yep uh yep. same thing though he has pulled more than one calf by with the he was out checking cows. That calf needed to be pulled down. She's already down. She's not getting up to get her back to the barn. So he whips off that belt and uh, loops it around the calf's leg and then ties off to the four-wheeler pickup or whatever he's got and, you know, just uh, puts a little, little uh, steady pressure on that calf and pulls him with the belt. I may or may have not done that with the previous belt a couple uh -huh. of the thing about the the <laughs> nylon ones is, you know, they've got that Chicago screw that holds the buckle on, so you can pop them right in the wash, and uh, get all the muck yep, off of that them. Is so nice. that that's nice versus this one because if you do that to one of these leather belts, yeah, you, know, you just gotta you 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 gotta hand scrub and then dry and then you gotta kind of redo with some little bit of leather treatment to right. not keep it from drying out and just absolutely following that heck. uh m gabriel wants to know what's next for concealed carry in nebraska you know what uh the official word comes through the nfoa channel so go follow nebraska firearms owners association on facebook uh, and if you want the if you're not on facebook and you want to keep up then uh send an email to info at nebraskafirearms.org ask to be on the email list and then you'll get all the updates as they come out. And I promise you don't get, uh, you don't get emailed asking for money just so you know, we don't do that crap. So, um, all right, we've gone about an hour and a half. Um, anybody else have anything that, uh, you've been, you've been wanting to say that you, you thought of that you didn't get a chance to, to mention yet on your, your EDC. That's not the gun stuff. Uh, I just say carry what makes sense to you. Yep. If you're one of those people that wants to carry, have the Batman utility belt, rock on. I'm just not that guy. Yeah, well, if you've got the money to buy the Batman utility belt, buy it, wear it. True. But, you know, the thing about Batman's utility belt is most of that was concealed under his cape. And I don't typically wear my cape um, around because what was that uh, in The Incredibles where we found out that capes will get you killed? So I'm not taking a chance. So again, I saw it on TV, so I know it's true. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to uh, 
we're going to wrap things up here and give everybody a chance to do your your final thoughts and and uh, any <clears throat> shameless plugs you want to do. So, Pat, we'll start with you and work our way around here. Well, first of all, I just want to say uh, thanks for having me on tonight. Uh, thank God everything held together tonight because uh, things were not working in my favor <laughs> before I came on. So, um, yeah, uh, very good discussion. Um, like I said, uh, the battle bottle, especially if you work outside and you want to be able to get a bunch of stuff off of you and be able to carry a lot of fluid with you during the summer and stuff, I would definitely look into Battle Bottle. Um, I'll give you a quick description of it real quick. It is titanium. It is double wall vacuum insulated. So it holds the cold or hot, depending on whatever you're doing, for a really long time. And I tested this. Uh, I'll give one little piece before uh, I do the review on this. 48 hours. As long as the whatever you're putting in there was nice and cold coming out of the fridge with some ice, 48 hours, still cold as heck, out during hot, didn't matter where this thing was sitting at, perfect. So if anybody's looking for a really good quality container of fluid for hot or cold, go check them out. Battle Bottle. And who makes yep, that again? Uh, Iron Infidel. Um, I've seen those they on make, Facebook. Yeah, they're over on Amazon too. I was just looking at them. I think they're sixty, is what they cost. That's what what they start at. Yeah, and <laughs> they, they were. And if you're lucky, you can catch them on some specials where they'll actually give you two different sleeves and oh. the like cleaning brush and everything and different patches and stuff. So if you look up their specials. Um, yeah, it, it's really worth it, especially if you're going to use it a lot and you get, it gets dinged or anything like that. They do have a lifetime limited warranty. So if anything fails on that part, you can send it in. And it, it, it's it been great so far. I don't have anything to, don't have anything to uh, be bad about it. So anyway, thanks again, John, for having me on. A great discussion tonight. It really was because... And it kind of got me thinking on a couple of different things on some EDC stuff. Well, good, good. Thanks for uh, thanks for being part of it. Um, yeah, the battle bottle. So I need to uh, I need to check into that. Maybe again, my beautiful producer will will get me one for Christmas or something. Um, Joe, we'll move over to you for any closing thoughts and shameless plugs you want to give. Uh, no, I actually, you know, it's I appreciate you having us on, and we always have a lot of fun when uh when we get on here with you um and and you know some of us have been learning to use what we have or transitioning especially out in the rural area we figure out what what works and doesn't work you know very very quickly and uh, i always need to make sure and take water with me my wife is always after me about <laughs> drinking plenty of water so you know it is kind of nice that sometimes you want to take some extra <clears throat> stuff i'm not a big fan on lugging a backpack around with me all the time uh so yeah that battle bottle i he, he picked that up i was like you know i kind of like that idea you know it's uh i'm gonna check that out too so well, i saw you know, it's, got I, a, a braided paracord carry handle on the thing right uh, yes absolutely for yeah. camping man for camping that thing you can put your fire yep. starter stuff in there you can put some pro you know some sustenance in there that, you could have could be, a little I knife mean, a halfway decent pocket tool. It's almost like a toolbox, hydration toolbox, man. 
not a full bag, but I mean, you could put a lot of stuff. If you mm-hmm. absolutely had to just grab that and go, you could put a life straw yep. in there, all kinds of good stuff. Mm-hmm. You could put yep. some little like little mini shots in there, and you could put Coke in the bottle, and then you could have a giant yeah, rum, rum and Coke anytime you wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> now that dude's thinking. I like that. that or just fill it, right? fill it up with uh, Everclear. I mean, if you just want to go spike the punch at every party the whole summer, just <laughs> Captain Morgan, stop, get your yeah. ninety-nine cent refill. Good I to go. I put your simple syrup bottle on the side there. Huh? Are you there? We go. Are you looking up two packs of battle bottles so you can put one with Tito's in it? Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how many companies make like imitations versions of those bottles too. But I I do like the original. They got like twenty different twenty different sleeves you can get for it, so you can accessorize it to work best for you. So yeah, I'm gonna have to check those well, out. You know, uh, if, yeah. if it's a water bottle, you know, with your extra stuff in it, it doesn't stand out again. You know, I, I'm all about low profile. Yeah. yeah, and and they've got uh, different bl- like solid blacks and stuff, and just stuff that blends in. So they've got what yeah. they've got what they're looking for. And uh, as John mentioned earlier, my shameless plug definitely is uh, the NFL way. If you're not following us, definitely go check it out. It's on Facebook, and we have our links there as well to our email addresses. So uh, we are all Nebraskans here, and. Uh, I think the people we reach out to are mainly Nebraskans. Not all, but some, you know, majority. Well, yeah, for NFOA, yes. For this channel, no. No, we're all over the place. So are our minds, but that's another story for another time. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I appreciate having me on. I enjoyed it. Good to see you guys again. You betcha. Uh, Okay, before I move on, I want to – so two things. First of all, uh, we've got somebody out there in the comments that I've never seen before. Raw feeding 101, and uh, way to make your entrance uh, with the uh, the super chat. So thank you for that. We appreciate it. Uh, and apparently, uh, Raw feeding and G Webs are familiar with each other. But uh, Raw feeding says uh, my backpack is pretty heavy, and I take it everywhere: tarp, water bottle, EDC kit, med kit, backup meds, uh, back. Clothing? Does that mean backup clothing? Backup knife? I should weigh it sometime. I use stuff from it constantly. So, you know, that's probably the biggest thing is like, I could do that. I've got a backpack here that I could start carrying back and forth to work and stuff. And you know, that'd be kind of handy if I'm grabbing. Uh, you know, I take snacks to to work to, to grab in between meals or whatever if I don't get to lunch on time. So, it is. It would be kind of nice to have stuff to haul back and forth in. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess I'd, I'd have to just get into the habit. That'd be the biggest thing. I'm not used to carrying a bag um, with me everywhere. So, so yeah, I should probably look into that. And then I can have all kinds of extra stuff. Uh, that might free some space up in my pockets, too. So I don't uh, have everything weighed down there. Um, so one, of, one, of the, one last note on that, though, John, is with a get-home bag, if you're going to if you're going to have a bag like you guys are talking about or like what uh raw feeding is talking about you still should have a basically a get home bag you know yeah, for that's most in the rural bag. areas right get right home bag should be separate from your bug out bag should be separate from your everyday carry bag yeah the, these are all different bags and, and what goes in them and the size of the bag is going to be completely again subjective uh, right. Depending on where you typically are to get, you know, where where you have to leave to get home, how far you got to go, 
Uh, once you get there, then you got to have something to bug out, you know, so, so, uh, uh, and again, you're, where you're going to is going to determine some of what you put in it. But if you put perishables in it, just make sure you uh, schedule on your calendar once or twice a year to go through and change out the water, change out, you know, check the dates on the meds, whatever you got. Um, if you've got a, uh, a true Israeli bandage, um, not one of the knockoffs, then those apparently have a shelf life. I think it's because they have a hemostat uh, in the, in the, the pad that goes over the wound. Um, I think that's why, but most Israeli bandages are knockoffs and for what they do, it doesn't really matter. I will say if you're going to put a tourniquet somewhere, don't skimp. Don't get the, the ones that you can get six of them for 20 bucks off Amazon. I recommend North American Rescues Cat 7. Uh, I have been trained on that one. And it is, I think, the easiest one that I've ever seen, even on a video. Everything else that I see is like, that's way more complicated than the Cat 7. If you learn how to stage your Cat 7 tourniquet right, you can grab it, deploy it one-handed, and uh, again, save somebody's limbs. So don't skimp on some of that stuff. The difference between the tourniquet quality is going to be can you tighten it down tight enough to stop the blood flow without it snapping? That that makes all the difference in the world. Uh, Defense Dad, we will move over to you. Closing thoughts and shameless plugs. Uh, I thought it was a good discussion. My suggestion, if you are going to do a backpack for you to take back and forth to work, put some earbuds in there. These are JBLs. Because then at lunch break, your coworkers leave you the hell alone. I've got earbuds at work that I keep there. Because I, okay. I hate, I'm on the phone all day long, and I hate holding the phone up to my head to talk. Yeah. Um, I've actually I lost them in the move. I've got to find what box they're in because I've got another set that I keep here for mowing. I snow blowing as well, mowing, and and they're nice little skull candy uh, dime chill is the dime skull candy dime is the is the earbud. They're twenty five or thirty bucks. There's not much to them. Good quality. They sit in their own little charging case, and and it's only I mean it's it's half the size of a of a Altoids tin. It doesn't yeah. take up much room in your pocket, but if you've got uh, you know doctor appointments or stuff, and you just slip those in your pocket, and you've got downtime, and you want to you know watch this podcast on your phone while, without bla- you know blaring it to the whole waiting room, you can do that with your with your earbuds. Yeah, those are a yeah. great idea for for some EDC. Um, hey, John, are these the same ones? The You said the Skull Candy Dimes? That's it. That's the one right there. Yeah, I got these for 25 bucks at Target, and they have amazing audio. I use an iPhone, but they work just fine with them. I can't bring they myself work. to spend $300 on wireless earbuds. These things they work great for that. phone calls. Just be aware that they don't filter out ambient noise, so is going to hear you and yeah. everything in the room, literally. It's, they it's like everything in the room before. is right next to you. They last a long time, too. I think you get, what, 20 hours of playtime out of a charge? Is yeah, it's, it's a bunch. I, I yeah. T- I've got two pair at work. I swap them out every Monday. Uh-huh. I, I swap them out and put the other one on the charger, and they'll typically get me through a week. They uh, pair up, no problems. No, yeah, they sound really good. And they got different um, ear coverings on them to make them fit your ear, too. So pick different colors. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Travis, well, we'll go ahead and move to you. And let's yeah, see. defense dad, were you done? Oh, <clears throat> uh, you know, for your shameless plugs. If you want to find me, I have a health and wellness and exercise. Cha- I mean, sorry, a gun channel. Yoga. Uh, called you do the goat yoga? Yeah, I, I do fat guy yoga, which means uh, I don't do yoga. Same. Um, yeah. So, otherwise, you know, Defense Dad, if you want to check it out, uh, there's some decent videos, I think. And you can check me out on Instagram and 
that's it. There you go. All right, Travis, you can back clean up. Yeah, I've got an outdoor lifestyles channel. We deal in spiritual and emotional wellness. You know, uh -huh. that's yeah. So definitely check it out. It's called Travis B11. <laughs> Namaste <laughs> at the gun range. My uh, my type of golf. My my favorite golf course is the gun range. I would have to say. Um, golf course is a waste of a perfectly good rifle range. <laughs> I agree. I agree. But otherwise, uh, yeah, I got my podcast we do on Saturdays called Caliber Corner, 8 a.m. Central Time. We'll do another episode Saturday. And uh, the topic's been posted for the week. It should be a good one. Um, otherwise, I think that's pretty much it. Just type in Travis P11, and you can find out all the networks I'm on. I'm also on Rumble. If you guys want to follow me over there, you can. I've only got 23 followers right now. But I think just type in Travis P11, and it should pop up. I'm on Odyssey, Gunstreamer, YouTube. And if anything, every, anything ever happens to my channel um, on YouTube, it is everything's ported over to Rumble and Odyssey like the full videos. So you could find me over there if my channel would ever get deleted or struck out or whatever. I have a B channel called Coffee Computers and More. I'd probably make a video on that channel, let you guys know, because a lot of you that subbed me on my A channel sub my B channel also. And so that's all coffee and technology videos. So, And uh, Defense and I, we got to get our, our poop in a group here and we got to choose the uh, winning logo for uh, Thunder on the Prairie. I've had a crazy busy week this week and it isn't going to get, it isn't going to slow down until tomorrow night. So next week, I think we'll try to get together at some point and draw the winning logo. The four Sweet. entries, I think all four are probably going to win, but we'll have like one that's going to get the top prize. We might have to send them a pair of those little snippers, those little, you know, whatever those things are, those little pliers. Maybe we'll make that the grand prize the, for the winner, the, you know? The world's tiniest water pump pliers? The Lollipop Kids Engine Rebuild pliers. So, yeah. There you go. Yep. Nice. Uh, all right, so uh, there's a few questions out there, comments that we're just not going to get to. Gee, I see your SIM card question. I will have a serious answer for that, but would you text me so I don't forget? Um, and you may have to email me a few times and just make snarky comments uh, in the chat here if I don't answer you right away. If you need help with how to do that, talk to Patriot. He's good at it. Just kidding, man. I love you, Patriot. Uh, so who was out there in the chat tonight on the list, on the... Uh, uh, Facebook side, I only saw Michael Frost out there, but on the YouTube side, we had Patriot in the Dark, Pat in a Bunker, Defense Dad, Tacos and French Fries, Woods, Tim S, Squibblift, Travis P11, Gun Websites, Vanessa Kitty, G23, Krabby Turtle, Hillbilly Up, Gizzard Gary, M. Gabriel, Raw Feeding 101. Again, welcome to the podcast. Hope to see you as a regular fixture, uh, especially if you're going to drop them super chats. You're welcome anytime. Um, but uh, but on all seriousness, I'm just glad that you're here. So please, uh, if you have not liked and subscribed, please do so. Hit that thumbs up. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Go follow on Facebook as well and and uh, the the Twitter Twitter. But uh, more importantly, share this. Let's uh, let's help this grow. Go hit me up on Rumble Rumble.com/slash user slash Sandhills Media, and uh, it says when I get to 25 uh, subscriptions, then we can start going live so i gotta figure out does that mean just overall or do i have to build a channel within my account and then get 25 subscribers to the channel because the videos that's what i did the videos are already showing up everything moving forward that comes on youtube goes to rumble just like it does over on Streamyard. i've just integrated it so i don't know when it hits there it's, i think within a day it's up there uh but i want to be able to put these up live so people can can uh can watch it live on rumble and, and maybe eventually we grow rumble enough that uh they can get all the cool features that we wish that it had that uh to make it really compete with youtube but uh, that only happens if you all go get on rumble so go do it um also if you do go follow me on rumble and you see that thing from locals.com 
that is not a dating site. That that's a whole different online community app uh, that's integrated with Rumble now. You can go join my uh, Sandhills Media community. It has nothing to do with dating. Uh, it's not Tinder. It's not Grinder. Don't worry about any of that. It's not for it's not for that. But if you're curious, go check that out as well on the Rumble page. Um, all right. So uh, there we go. G put it up there on the on the YouTube side, so it's clickable now. Um, all right. On behalf of Pat and Joe, Defense Dad, Travis, Sandhill Sweetheart, Liberty Bell running around here getting restless, uh, and myself, thank you very much for joining us tonight. We hope that you uh, enjoyed this. Uh, I like these talks where we don't get too serious. We have a lot of fun. Sometimes we go a little bit off the rails, but that's what it's all about. Um, can't wait till some of you actually decide to take it upon yourselves to intentionally run the night off the rails and see how far off topic you guys can get me. Uh, my, that might be kind of fun sometime. Well, wait, that's an option? You didn't know? I didn't know you didn't know. I would have told you. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh dang it. <laughs> Here we uh, go. Challenge accepted. Okay, so uh, so we're going to end the night with one pro tip from G. Uh, that's not the one. Uh, it moved on me. There it is. Carry 45 ACP. If you do get shot with a lesser caliber, you can just bite a 45 ACP around. You'll stop the bleeding out of respect. It also works uh, on a K-bar, so you can just bite the blade on that. Uh, here's the problem. Um, you can carry a 45 ACP. I don't care. Just don't carry a 40. Uh, if you do carry a 40, you might be tempted to, uh, to use it. If you do shoot somebody with it and they ever find out, they're going to be plenty mad. So, uh, so just don't do that. Um, just kidding. That's actually, that was about the 25, not the 40 that that was said. Uh, kudos to whoever can, uh, comment not in the live chat because it's about to end put a comment down below on the video itself wherever you're watching this tell me who said that about the 25 acp don't buy it if you buy it you'll be tempted to carry it if you carry it you might have to use it if you shoot somebody with a 25 and they ever find out they're likely to be awful mad with that have a good night we love you god bless you but get off my lawn stay safe